0: you are locked on kentucky your daily kentucky wildcats podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
1: welcome to the locked on kentucky podcast we bring you info and insights on uk football and basketball every weekday all you got to do is uh subscribe wherever you hear a podcast, and you're going to get great information every day. Today's information is about how UK sucked. I'm Dan Reefer with (laughs) Fox 56, along with Kyle Tucker of The Athletic. And Kentucky absolutely played right into the hands of Frank Martin's plan. They like to muck it up. Uh, it, It turned out that way in the first half. South Carolina's offense was typical of what they've been all season long, which is a poor shooting team that has trouble scoring. And they shot it awful in the first half. And Kentucky never really took advantage. They they stretched it out to maybe a 10-point lead and then got back to 5. And then it was, what, 33-25 yep. at halftime. And then Kentucky was able to get it out to 14. And at that point, game should game have over, been over. right. No. Um, foul trouble continued. And then you mentioned you saw some comments from Calipari. And it's what I was saying as well. Uh, Ashton Hagen's did his own thing. He yeah. was
0: he was sloppy with the basketball, undisciplined. South- I mean, Cal. we're yeah. neither of us obviously there. We watched the game together at my house tonight um, here in Lexington. But I think it was Jerry Tipton that was tweeting from the press conference in Calipari talking about. The, he said the discipline thing that I've been talking about for a couple of weeks now showed up, and, and disciplines the the person he's been talking about discipline with is Ashton Hagen. So I don't All know right. if he called him by name. But Hagans he ends up with uh, 13 points, seven assists. You know, on paper, it doesn't look terrible. He made some free throws, and those were big, 9 of 11. Um, but he was 2 for 10 from the field. He had five turnovers. Um, wasn't very disciplined defensively. Um, you know, that, E.J. Montgomery, zero rebounds and three fouls in the second half. Uh, where, the ga- where they lost the game a couple – Couple key places. They had 26 fouls, and I think the officiating was bad tonight. Mm-hmm. Kentucky got some very bad whistles, and I thought no. I was shocked Cal didn't get ejected for the third time in Columbia. <laughs> um, but that's they didn't lose because of bad whistles. Uh, they lost because um, South Carolina out, rebounded 20 of its 43 missed shots. And they they shot 39. That's you, yeah. that's bad enough that you should win the game. Yeah, I mean, um,
1: Calipari has, like, a really good record when holding opponents under 40%. Right. Uh,
0: but when they, when they get 20 offensive rebounds to 10 for Kentucky, um, you, you've just gotten absolutely destroyed on the defensive glass. Um, and E.J. Montgomery was a big part of that. Um, you know, Nick Richards, he got in some early foul trouble early in the game, and then early in the second half he got his third Uh, only played, he had 15 and seven in 24 minutes, but he only played 24 minutes. Um, a lot of things went wrong. And then, you know, for everything that went wrong, Kentucky was dead in the water down what, like six with a couple minutes to go. Right. Somehow they come all the way back. They tie the game on a manual quickly jumper. He's one guy who didn't let him down. He scored 20 tonight. So he's, that's five games now that he, over five games, he's averaging like 19 a game. Yeah. Um, and he hit, hit threes again. I mean, his jump shot was dialed in again. Um, at one point he was, he, had, he was on a streak of 10 of 11 made threes. That's one positive, if you want to look for one positive. But Higgins was bad. The, op, the defensive rebounding was bad. Um, and just I think the focus and the discipline was bad. Because even when they were up eight at halftime, you felt like they should be beating this team by 20. And they've right. missed an opportunity to be beating this team by twenty. Um, and then when they're up fourteen, you've got to get it to twenty. You yeah. know, if you get it to twenty on the road, you probably they're probably done. Twenty is is kind of a a backbreaker. Yeah. But fourteen is you know a couple turnovers and a couple threes in a row by the other team, and they think they're in it again. And that's you what happens. Exa- that, that is exactly. What happened? But they get it all the way back. They tie it with like four seconds to go, five seconds to go on a quickly jumper. And then Cuisinart. <laughs> uh, Cuisinart, I think, is a, is a guy Cousinard. who'd not done anything like this, I don't believe. Scores 26 in the game. Totally lit him up in the second half. And banks in a three at the buzzer to beat him. Uh 81-78, just a miserable – that's a miserable loss for Kentucky. It is their third sub-100 loss of the season.
1: Yeah, Utah and Evansville. And Evansville and this... sub-200.
0: Um, <laughs> and and the stat that really gets me is they they let South Carolina score 56 in the second half. Yeah. And so what does that tell you? Or what do, what, what do we need to know about that number? South Carolina scored 56 or fewer in losses – to Stetson, which Mm. is in the 300s. Yeah,
1: for the whole game.
0: Houston, for the whole game. So, yeah, for entire games they scored 56 or fewer against Stetson, Houston, Tennessee, and Wichita State, all losses. They scored 56 in the second half against Kentucky. I mean, Kentucky scored 45 in the second half of a game and lost. The defense was a disaster. The rebounding was a disaster. It was, it was a, a pretty close to, other than Emmanuel Quickly, it was pretty close to an all-systems failure for Kentucky.
1: Yeah, you look at the turnovers with Ashton Higgins committing five himself, seven assists to five turnovers. He had been much better than that. And then Nick Richards had some old Nick Richards stuff happen as far as turnovers go, where he'd catch the ball and then lose it down there. Uh, Those two combined for nine of Kentucky's 15 turnovers. And then South Carolina turns that into 19 points. So they're plus 10. Kentucky had nine points off turnovers. Plus 10 in turnover, points off turnovers. In the paint... South Carolina outscores them 34-26 because Nick Richards plays only 24 minutes.
0: And he had 15. I mean, it was just EJ didn't give him anything. Nate right. didn't score in the paint. He hit a three. Otherwise, he only had four points.
1: South Carolina's plus six in second-chance points because they had what, 20, 20, offensive, 20 rebounds. offensive rebounds. But yeah. here was the thing. On the second half when it started, Kentucky came out flat right away, and uh, South Carolina cut that lead down to... Oh, I believe it was uh, 33-28. So it got to a five-point lead pretty quickly. And then here came Emmanuel quickly, where he takes a baseline floater, pops it in, turns right around, forces a turnover. Kentucky scores on that, and then he hits a three-pointer. And then all of a sudden, it's a 14-point game. But after he created that turnover, he looked at his bench, and he was egging them on because it was clear that everybody else was flat and not yeah. giving maximum effort. And so that kind of got them hyped for a minute and then still nobody else brought it. But yeah, well, basically
0: we'll, from there it was, it was a, a, a slow march to, to their <laughs> miserable death. <laughs> yeah.
1: well, we'll, well, we'll talk more about this slow march to their miserable death when the Locked On Kentucky podcast continues. <laughs>
0: You are Locked On Kentucky,
1: your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. Back here on the Locked On Kentucky podcast, and we were just talking about how Quickly was about the only guy who gave it. I mean, Nick Richards played well at times, but he can't get in that kind of foul trouble. If that, look, if Higgins is going to break off and do his own thing and have five turnovers in a game, he can either be your greatest asset or he can bring you down. Because yeah. he, he hurt his team more than he helped it uh, against South Carolina. But here, here's the, um, the line on on Nick Richards. Bother him. Right. Get physical with him. draw, Get him in foul trouble. If he's out of the game, Montgomery's not giving right. you what, what he was giving right. you. Keon Brooks isn't. They tried Khalil Whitney.
0: Yeah, Brooks was uh, – That's that was the other thing. Keon Brooks, I mean, he did some good things. He had seven rebounds. He was over five from the field, and he missed consecutive, like in the last, what, 30 seconds of the game. Quickly yeah. misses a tying three-pointer, and Brooks misses two point-blank putbacks. Uh. Um, yeah, but it's – teams are going to go at Nick Richards and try to get him in foul trouble because I think you can – you can clearly see at this point, if you get Nick Richards out of the game – you got a really good chance against Kentucky, or a much better chance. Well, and um, why
1: wouldn't you get the guy who shoots sixty-seven percent right. from the floor? He was five of six right. tonight. You and, want that guy out of the game.
0: The other thing too is, you know, when you think about Hagen's and discipline and doing his own thing, Tyrese Maxey scored thirteen points on seven shots. Right. He was five of seven from the field, no turnovers, made both his threes, quickly scored twenty points on nine shots, six of nine. It was two of four from three, six of seven at the line, only a couple turnovers. One of those, I think, was an offensive foul. Um, why is Ashton Hagens
1: taking ten forcing, shots.
0: forcing the? And it wasn't just ten shots because he took eleven free throws too. So he really—that's yeah. the, the actual number of him keeping the ball and going to the rack—is probably eighteen. And he had again. He had seven assists, but just the raw numbers don't tell the story. He did not play a smart game for Kentucky. I would say arguably this was Ashton Hagen's worst game of the season. I think he played poorly in that Evansville game as well. Um, Yeah, this wasn't good. The other thing was it was interesting, an interesting time for Calipari to, to give some other guys a longer leash. Yeah. Khalil Whitney played 10 minutes, but seven of them were in the first half. And that poor guy, it's so clear Cal's trying to get him going. Right, He had so many almost plays. You know, he misses a layup. He, misses, he has a dunk uh, rim out. Uh, he has a high-flying block that's a goaltend. Um, you know, has a rebound sputter away from him, and I think they get a three out of it. He's playing with energy. He tried, you know, he, he, had a, and he had one really nice drive and finish for his only bucket of the game. Uh, missed but he the, was so close you know, in miss, so many ways. Missed the front of a one and one, missed the free throw on his and one. He ends up with two points and one rebound in 10 minutes, it, and, you know, one of four from the field. Um, Johnny Juzang, of all nights, to be like, we're going to give, let's see what he can give us. Right. It's at the end when every, in crunch time against South Carolina. He ends up you – know, he hits one big shot. He comes off the bench and he nails a jumper to end a what, 9-0, 9-0 run, run for South Carolina. Mm-hmm. But then he has a couple more in the air, which would have been huge threes for them. Yeah. Uh, and he misses. He ends up one for four. But he but grabs five rebounds. Two points, five rebounds, eight minutes. So maybe, maybe he tonight earned himself another look. And I don't know if I even fault them for that because at some point you got to get something from somebody else. Because this is what happens tonight. Like when your point guard finally plays a bad game, when Nick Richards finally gets in major foul trouble, then what are you going to do? You you know, I think Maxie and Quickly for the most part played up to what they're capable of on their opportunities. But you're not going to win on the road against a team that's got a guy going nuts like Cuisinart. (laughs) <laughs> with two guys. Cuisinart put him in the blender tonight. Yeah, twenty. I mean, 26 points. i got to look up his stat. I don't think he's even come close to that all season.
1: No, he's not in the top three scores on their team. I think Lawson is the leading scorer, Coatsar is the second, and I believe Moss is maybe their third leading scorer. I don't think it's Cuisinart. It might be. But uh, you almost wonder if, if uh, John Calipari wasn't thinking at some point in that second half, all right, I've had it, Ashton. Maxie, you, you start. Let's start running this through you. Yeah. You bring the ball this up.
0: This I mean, and, you know, I don't think this was Calipari's best night as a coach. I, I don't. I don't think <laughs> you think. I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he had them ready. I mean, they clearly weren't ready.
1: They weren't. They play. didn't come out ready. They um, should have been dominating early. When you've got a team that's shooting six for twenty nine from the field, yeah, and you're not pouncing on them with, with they everything you got.
0: They started one for eleven, and Kentucky's yeah. lead was four points. I with, mean, you know, that's – With everything way, you've
1: got, all the talent that
0: yeah. you have on that roster, you should have been blowing them out of the yeah. water. Jermaine Kuznard is averaging nine points a game this season. Right. And he's not scored more than 16 in a game. 16. And he has 26 against Kentucky.
1: Nine of 22 for 26 points. He four was four or five, or five from, from three. three. That was the big, you know, that was the big one. And by by Bryant the way,
0: inside just did what oh he God, wanted. Oh, God, he dunked on. I mean, I think he almost broke – Nick Richards will a little bit, you know, that confidence that we've talked about and is mm. it, you know, permanent? How how much can it withstand? He got dunked on and, and bodied pretty hard in that, like right in his face on that one dunk. And the next trip down, he gets the ball around the free throw line where he's been so good this year and he looked like his brain locked up. He did. He just sputtered well, turnover. Um, well, he took that elbow his, right to the mouth. Yeah, uh, maybe, you know. you know, maybe it was concussed, who knows, but. Um, by the way, speaking of not Cal's best night, that's a cursed place for John Calipari. He has now lost four <laughs> yeah. games at Columbia, in Columbia, South Carolina. In, it's not, he hasn't been there every single year, I don't think. Probably nine trips, four losses. That's got to be his worst road record in the, in the league, I would think.
1: Well, it all goes back to Barack Obama.
0: He yes. curses them. That was the curse. Maybe that was the, the, the source of the curse.
1: Oh, you've got South Carolina tonight. I think you'll be all right.
0: They were, what, 19-0? Yeah. Number one. Mm-hmm. Devin Downey shouts out Devin Downey as uh, <laughs> yeah, as Gary Parish loves to say all the time. Uh, let's see. They've been out South Carolina under Cal 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. So he's lost half his trips to South Carolina. Four and four. Wow. One of those was with a a no team and one of them was with a under, with a national championship team. So against with non-juggernaut teams, right. he's 2 and 4 <laughs> in South Carolina. And not very few of those South Carolina teams were great.
1: So they lost that game where he got tossed, right? Where Tyler Ulysses um where he said, "Well, Tyler Ulysses is my coach anyway." Did they lose uh, that
0: game? No. That would have been 20 20- No, um because they lost in 2018. 16. They lost in 2018. They lost in 2014, which was the famous – they looked horrible. I, I actually – one of my coldest takes ever, I tweeted out, like, time of death on Kentucky's season. Oh, yeah. You know, whatever. Because at that point, they had, like, nine losses. Um, and that's when and, – And Cal had gotten tossed that game, and he didn't come to the post-game press conference. He sent John Robick in there. And – Aaron Harrison said, "We're going to write a great story." That was the post game. And that was the post game at South Carolina. So it's not all bad because that was like sort of the, the beginning of oh, thirty eight and zero. You know, uh, well, yeah, the next year, yeah. But um, and they lost. But that set it up. And They lost John the Walls, Harrison. Twins right. came back. And well, but that was that was from that moment where he said, "We're still going to write a great story." Then they, you know, the tweak, <laughs> and they go on this run, and they go to the national championship game and the next year. They come back. Go, yeah, go. 38, no. Um, well, if Calipari's
1: got a tweak, he needs to pull it out of the bag right now because yeah. they need to win at Arkansas Saturday. They have to.
0: Yeah, we can talk. I mean, we probably – are we at a break here? Yeah, we're, we're ready to go. Talk about – I mean, what's ahead of Kentucky might be the most alarming thing of all. This was supposed to be the one, quote-unquote, easy road game in the next month. The rest of them are brutal. Yeah. We'll
1: discuss that when the Lockdown Kentucky podcast continues.
0: Locked on Kentucky, your team every day.
1: All right, back here on the Locked on Kentucky podcast. And Kyle, I think the title of yesterday's podcast was something like, South Carolina's not very good. (laughs) But we told you that Kentucky was going to beat Louisville. We felt confident about that. And I felt confident about this. I didn't see any signs that told me that Kentucky would go down there and lay an egg at South Carolina. Yet, They had the opportunity not to. It was given to them. South Carolina was saying, hey, beat us. Beat us to a pulp. We are ready to be stomped on. They didn't do it. They gave them a little bit of life. They got a little hot. And all of a sudden they were like, hey, maybe we can win this thing and it would be a big win for us. And that's what they did. Now you're going up against, we talked about, you said maybe uh, you thought that there's no argument really to be made that Kentucky doesn't have the best backcourt in the country. I think Arkansas could argue that they have one of the best backcourts in the country with Isaiah Joe and Mason Jones and uh, Witt is another one. They sometimes play with five guards. Yeah. Uh, They hit the three really well. Which,
0: Which, by the way, can be a nightmare for Kentucky. Yes. Because, you know... If EJ's not on or Nick's not on, you count a lot on on Nate Sestina. Well, against like a team playing four or five guards, he's no. getting roasted. Yeah, uh, and got he got to was, play he, Whitney. He was not great tonight. Um yeah, you'll have to is, play Whitney. You'll have to play yeah. Keon Brooks. This is this is a real uh, tonight is a kick in the crotch, as I said <laughs> on Twitter, because it's a bad loss. One, I mean, you can if you're a Kentucky fan or you're John Calipari, boring like running the table at this point. There's no complaining on Selection Sunday. You no. get whatever you get. If you're an 8 seed, if you're a 9 seed, at this point, you're going to have to win a bunch more games to get in the field. But there is no complaining on Selection Sunday because you've now lost to three sub-100 teams, which, by the way, Derek Terry, our buddy, tweeted this. The NIT team, which was in part because Nerland's Noel got hurt, had one sub-100 loss. Good grief. This one has three. That's a bad year in college basketball. There's all these crazy results. Everybody's got a bunch of bad losses.
1: But your win over Michigan State is not as good as you thought it was. It's not.
0: Louisville's just okay. Right. You know, know, your next best win is at Georgia. Um, They cannot complain on Selection Sunday. No. And so why tonight really hurts is it's a bad loss, but it's also – you got a chance to go for two this week, and you got a chance to run off a string of road losses. You're playing at Arkansas Saturday. The next Saturday, you're at Texas A&M. I'm sorry, Texas Tech, which has right. now put itself back together and is a top twenty-five team and played in the national championship game a year ago, and will be incredibly amped up in their arena to have you, Kentucky, come to town. That, that never happens. Well, and, the, and, the, and then before, the next they Saturday just is lost Auburn,
1: to Baylor, but that snapped a 15-game home win streak. So they're really right. good at home.
0: Right, really good at home. And then you're at Auburn, yeah. Which has never has never not been. Every time I've been to that arena, it's a great little arena. It's exactly what college basketball programs should be building. It's nine or ten thousand seats, state of the art, beautiful. Students sound. are right there. The sound, the students are on top of you. The sound is is just trapped, and it's Thunderdome. It's great when Kentucky comes to town. Every time I go there, I think this is a great little arena. It is it's always a nightmare for Kentucky. Um, barely escaped there last year, and they're undefeated. They're one of two undefeated teams in the country. You could lose every one of those.
1: As we speak, they're undefeated. We don't know what's happening Uh-oh. against Alabama right now. Yeah, that game's a, probably close to halftime a, as as we're talking. But that place at Auburn, the other thing is, is their students, uh, they do a little research and stuff. So they'll yeah. find out different things to try to get under the skin of, of – players 25
0: 17 Alabama with five minutes to go and I absolutely
1: looked at that game and thought (laughs) they were talking about it the other night um on SEC now and I think Andy Kennedy said what they give Auburn a 75 percent chance to win at Alabama 28 17 Alabama just hit a three yeah and I said I was with Andy Kennedy all the way I'm like yeah that's gonna be a tough game Alabama's better than you may think regardless it's on the
0: road Auburn Auburn's a good team yeah. Ended Kentucky season last year. Lost some pieces, but they got some really good pieces as well. Uh, undefeated, at least as we're recording this podcast, but down nine to Alabama. But they're going to be at home with Kentucky coming to town again all three of these Saturdays in a row. And then the next one after that's at Tennessee, which yeah. they're not great, but they got the Yuri, whatever his name is, the foreign kid. Santiago Viscovi. No, the no, no, they got a kid cleared today that they had, oh, been, that one. had been sitting out. Uh, they were uh, – I can't even remember his name. But he. they think he's a difference maker. Um, and it's Knoxville, which – talk about places that, is, that Cal hates to play. Actually, I bet his record's worse in Knoxville uh, yeah. than Columbia. But that's really four weekends in a row where, I mean, if you lose, is anybody surprised? If you win, it's probably more surprising. So – What's their record going to be a month from now?
1: Right. And have you won any of those games? And Texas Tech, I mean, yeah, Texas Tech, the thing about them is they're one of those defensive teams that makes it hard to get in rhythm offensively. They're going to be tough to play against on the road. Auburn uh, could be one of those games where Kentucky gets up for it and they're ready for the, the back and forth. And it could go right down to the wire. Arkansas, the only good news about South Carolina, the loss to South Carolina, is that Calipari will have their attention for this quick turnaround. They're going to get back tonight after midnight. Uh, on Thursday, they'll have a media opportunity in the afternoon there. They'll probably practice in the afternoon. And then on Friday, they'll leave for, for Fayetteville. Yeah. So he'll have one day. To get into them. Also, here's here's the other thing. What what do we make of the fact that this is coming off Camp Cal? Like Wednesday yeah. is the first day of classes at Kentucky. Right. So he's had him. He tweeted about and it. I've had him two, three yeah. times a day for the last week or so. And
0: maybe there's you know maybe, maybe they're trying, worn out. Maybe trying to get that last those last you know few practices in because he said they practice two long practices. Together and then they hung out together. I think on Tuesday, uh, Monday night
1: they watched the national championship yeah. game. Um,
0: maybe they are worn down. Uh, by the way, Calperry's three and six in Knoxville, mm-hmm. so that's that has got to be his worst. Um, but Arkansas is another place they've they've lost a bunch of games. Right, and when Arkansas is good, that's to me probably the best environment in the SEC. That place is nuts. Yeah, um, this is a. This is a time for people to be very concerned. I'm sure Calipari is quite puckered right now after (laughs) managing to blow this game in Columbia and what's out in front of them. Now, the bright side, if you want to call it that, is there are three great opportunities in front of them over the next three weekends. Yeah, they could go two for three. if If you go two and one, if you won three, then everything's back on the table for you. You're probably in contention to win the league you could probably maybe complain a little on selection sunday if right. you didn't like your seating but they've got so many bad losses now they now have more bad losses than they have good wins correct that they have got to get if they go over 3 then they might not make the ncaa tournament cuz what's left to get a quality win i mean if they go over 3 we can legitimately say are they going to make the ncaa tournament <laughs> i don't think we're there yet i think they no, i think quite. this is a good team yeah I don't think it's a great team. I don't know that there are any great teams in college basketball. But if they were to go 0-3, then we'd have to start talking about it that way. So, yeah, Saturday's huge at Arkansas. Very close to a must-win for them. But they, they must win one of the games in the next three Saturdays, and they really need to win two of them. They do. I would I, – I just think it's very
1: concerning that coming out of Camp Cal yeah. where his teams are supposed to take a jump – I think that could be part of the reason that Khalil Whitney got out there is he yeah. saw a little bit more out of him in the camp cow. But for Ashton Haggins to play the way he did coming out of the improvement session uh, that they have on these you know extra practices, it could also be a built-in ex- excuse that, my gosh, we're relieved that finally we're done practicing two and three times a day. We can kind of get back to going to school and get our lives back, and now we're traveling down to an awful South Carolina team to play, just kind of going through the commotion, the motions. And Emmanuel Quickly was really the only one who was fired up, ready to go, and giving it everything he had. Um, maybe some other guys played that way. I mean, I can't indict the entire team, but Quickly was the most energized, the most um, – had the most will to win, if, as Cal puts it. But uh, that, that would be the excuse, I guess. If, if you wanted to throw an excuse out there and feel better about getting beat by South Carolina, it could be that they're coming off Camp Cal. You could maybe have that excuse.
0: Yes. Yeah, I, I don't know. I,
1: There's really no excuse for losing in South no, Carolina Wednesday I'm, night. I'm, yeah, I'm just like... <laughs>
0: I'm really surprised. I'm really surprised by what happened tonight because I, I felt like pieces were starting to come together. Yeah, they were on the ascent. And, four and wins in a row. This was a real bedwetting. There's just no other way to put it. There's a real bedwetting. Some guy just tweeted at me, uh, bad loss, but I don't want to hear bleep from you when they get to the final four. You got your hot takes in just like Pat Adams got in his bad calls. <laughs> like, is it a hot take to say they have three terrible losses and they no, can't complain it's on no Selection
1: Sunday? It's, it's facts. It's just,
0: them's just the facts. Um, yeah. Anyway, I think we've said all we can say about this. <laughs> well, I would like to point out there was a, a couple
1: things worth noting in the game. And one was when Ashton Higgins looked to be holding his wrist or oh, maybe his yeah. hand or whatever. Well, speaking and of
0: kicking a crotch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he heads over to the bench and the announcer's are going, Well, he looks to be holding his wrist or his, uh, his hand there. And then he sits down on the bench and the camera is crotch level with Ashton. As he's holding on to his his crotch, and then the announcer goes, "Ooh, that make me wince too.
0: <laughs> ooh, that looked painful."
1: <laughs> yeah, they're like, and, yeah, "Is that his hand
0: or his wrist or his?" Ooh.
1: <laughs> and then when he fouls out, it was absolutely hilarious. The South Carolina fan that's right oh. behind the bench going left, right. Yeah, left, I, can't, I gotta right. give
0: that guy credit. You don't. I don't think you should like really be too aggressive in bothering the players, but that was a mostly just very funny.
1: It was. It was subtle enough to yeah. be irritating, but it wasn't in your face enough and to he make like, you he want started, to fight.
0: He started mimicking Hagen's when he doubled over. He bent over and, was like bent over over and yeah. <sighs> let out the side. That, that's the stuff you get to do when you beat a team that you, that you had no business beating. And that's the
1: stuff you get to do in arenas that allow their students right up yeah, a, behind the true. bench, like it's going to be. At Auburn in a couple weeks. Yeah. Alright, so we're done. Eighty-one seventy-eight. Kentucky with a huge setback out South Carolina. And Calipari, once again, loses in Columbia. A place that has not been kind to him, whoever the coach has been. And so now it's on to Arkansas, which we will talk about. on And, and get into a little bit more, but you, you should already know. They're pretty good. So... You can follow me at D-R-I-E-F-F-E-R. And Kyle is at?
0: Kyle Tucker underscore A-T-H.
1: All right, folks. Try to enjoy your day despite the loss.
0: You are Locked On Kentucky. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcast Locked On Don't worry, I won't finish, you get the idea.